And I ain't adding no background music because they don't need none. I need your focus. Okay? Okay, here we go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Black Sunflowers. Your girl, Mariah Idara. You already know what's happening. I miss y'all. I really do. I really do. So I put out the podcast, Auntie Anxiety, and it was just something like small. I'm sorry. This ambulance is going to take its time passing. Okay, cool. Oh, so you're going to get louder. Oh, so you're coming closer. Okay, cool. I hope everyone's safe. Um, be careful out there on 285. Uh, so, cool. So, I don't even remember what I was saying. So, boom, right? <laughs> this podcast is about control and about just getting a better grip on your life. If you feel helpless, if you feel um, anxious, if you feel, feel fearful, um, what I want to do is try to uh, expose those things um the reason why you're feeling that way and correct them and we're just gonna go over the basic steps that i use and you can apply to your own life and see if that works for you okay so i'm big on control and i i hate there's you know control has such a negative connotation when you talk about controlling your life because you technically don't control your life but don't be fooled you still have control over your life you still have responsibility to make sure you make the best decisions for yourself um you can't control everything. That's a given. We know, okay? Oh my God, I can't control. Okay, we know. God is in control. We know, okay? <laughs> but the stuff that you can control because you're human and God gave you the ability to make decisions, that's the stuff I'm talking about, okay? So let's just you know, skip all those rebuttals. Thank you. So um, what I learned is the first step to taking control over your life one is to just address the things that are holding you down whether it's fear whether it's um you feel inadequate whether you're intimidated where you're whether you're insecure you want to tackle those things that are holding you down and you want to take responsibility for all this everything all this you were offsetting to, towards other people great 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 example your friends when people tell me i don't have good friends or they tell me all the dudes I date are like this. What I'm hearing is them offsetting responsibility because your friends are only in your life because you let them. And this is coming from someone who cut off. I've cut off so many friends. And I, when I say that, I don't say that as a badge of like pride. Like, oh, I cut all these dudes off, all these girls off. And it's like, I got like 50, 60 of them under my belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just cut them off. Like, no, I don't mean it that way. What I mean is that um, at a younger age, I was a young age, but at a younger age, I learned self-preservation. I learned that my being, my spirit, my emotions only have the capacity to deal with so much. And I am the only person that can live my life. So because I am the only person that can live my life, I need to take responsibility for people who are around me, the information I take in, and the information I put out. And um, I got in the habit of being able to control the people that are around me. If you are not bringing something good into my life, if you, if you are not in partnership with me, if I don't feel like we're teammates, if I feel like you're dragging me down or maybe I'm dragging you down, we got to sever this tie because it's not healthy. I want you to be with people who are healthy for you and I need people who are healthy for me, especially when I was younger because that's when I first started, you know, really going through uh, puberty and then, you know, coming up into my uh, 
older teens, earlier 20s, like anxiety and depression and, you know, trying to tackle my many insecurities. It was a lot going on, okay? And I didn't have room for nonsense. You know what I did? I cut the nonsense out. I lied to you not, you guys. My mom, I wiped my hands of so many people that were in my life. And when I say that, I mean well. I mean well. I pray for them. And um, sometimes I even check their Twitter or Instagram just to make sure they're doing good. Because I have no ill feelings towards them. And, and they aren't bad people. They just weren't right for me at that time. And I was able to identify that. That is something that I'm proud of, to be very honest. That is something I'm proud of. That I'm able to identify um, that I even want to identify the people that are around me and make sure that they are good for my life, okay? So when you take that responsibility from everyone else and you say, you know, I'm going to take responsibility over my life, I'm going to take um, control over the people I hang with, I'm going to take control over the people that are in my circle, the people that I date, the people that I get, um, that, I'm, uh, that mentor me, once you take that control, that is the first step. That is, we are heading somewhere. Even if you don't do it immediately, if you have the mindset to take control over those, over over your circle and those people that are just kind of orbiting around you, I I promise you that that is the first step. You opened the door for change, okay? Because you took responsibility over what you can take control over. All right, cool. The second part is, who are you? Okay, like who? who are you and when I say who are you I mean aside from other people's opinions or what they believe you should be who are you because who we are is a combination of what how our parents raised us it's a combination of our spirituality and what we were taught all our lives it's a of our friends opinions and the people our circle the media you know what's in is there's a whole lot going on but what you really have to do is get into your quiet place and figure out who you are wait a minute and figure out who you are in a line with god's will okay because what we want to do right now is we want to combine ourselves and what we're doing and our control and this that and the third and we want to partner up with god to make sure that we're doing this right okay so you are coming together and you're figuring out who you are not just as a person but who are you in god and that's when you start to define your relationship with god and um that's aside from church or practices because you you need a one-on-one you need to be able to get in your car and be like jesus <laughs> these people i get in my car and talk to jesus is about how people get on nerves Sometimes I'm in straight worship. Sometimes I'm praying all the way from wherever I'm coming to wherever I'm going. Um, You need to have that personal relationship with God. You really do. Because if not, your relationship with God is based on church or it's just based on what people have told you all your life. And I don't think you want your relationship with God to be in the hands of somebody else. Here we go again, taking that control, okay, and taking responsibility. All right, so... Now we're we're on a clear path here. We we have some direction, right? Okay. So now you're taking responsibility for the people around you, the, your your friends, family, acquaintances, associates, all of that. You are now um syncing up your will with God's will. And this is when we're really making progress here. Let me tell you why. Um, because when you are focused 
and not just focused in general, but you're focused and in line with God's will, things just start to to happen because what you've done is that you've positioned yourself to be used. You've positioned yourself to be blessed because what you've done is you've identified the fact that you need to be better and then you moved into God's way. And that's like, I'm not getting goosebumps thinking about it. When you find in your heart, in your mind, in your body, you're like, I'm doing this, but I need to be better. I need to control the things that I can control in my life. And I'm just going to move over here, God, so that you can steer this ship. This, this is when change starts happening. Because when you position yourself in God's will, that's when you are prepared. So what you did was when you took responsibility, you, you tipped the scales. Now you're balanced. Because instead of offsetting all that responsibility, you took it back. So now you're, you're, you're back to being balanced and stable. And now everything that you can attack, you're able to attack because it's in your hands and you don't have it in the hands of others. Then you took all of that and said, wait a minute, I understand I can't do this all by myself. So let me bring it to the Lord. Okay. And this is like, y'all, for real, this, this is me. Like, <laughs> this is how this works. So when you're in line with God and pe- the pastors and people and everybody throughout the scripture, like God will give you the desires of your heart. Matter of fact, I'm going to quote it for you. Um, Psalms 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Right. And literally, if you are a churchy church person or a Christian or whatever, you probably remember God will give you the desires of your heart because that is something that's pushed. That is something that's been said over and over and over again. And unfortunately, when people say things out of context, it will not have the same impact that it should have on you. So the scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Oh my gosh, when when this was broken down to me, when I heard someone break this down, I like fell out. So let's start with the first part of scripture. It says, delight yourself in the Lord. Again, guys, this is Psalms 37.4, right? Delight yourself in the Lord. When you delight yourself in God's will, you've positioned yourself. Okay, you understand what I'm saying, right? You've taken responsibility. Now you're balanced. You have control over everything you're supposed to have control over. And now you've moved into God's will so that he can He can help you, right? So now what's going on is that your will and God's will should start to be in sync. When you delight yourself in the Lord... He will give you the desires of your heart. That doesn't mean God just going to give you the desires of your heart. No, it's when your will is aligned with his will. When, you, when you've moved over from doing whatever you was doing before. And now you're focused on aligning yourself with God. He will give you the desires of your heart. Do you know why? Somebody asked me why. Why, Mo? Because your desires are going to be his desires. Because now you're aligned and you're in sync with God. Isn't that so? That's like, that's so great. So now you've taken responsibility. You've identified who you are, right? Because we're trying to identify who we are away from people's opinions and what they've said and their expectations. Oh, that's a good one. Away from people's expectations. It's like, who am I? What do I want? Where am I going? These are the questions you should be asking yourself. When you ask yourself those questions, you need to just scoot right over in the lane because I know sometimes we, we get out of line, okay? Uh, scooch over, get back up under God, consult him about what's going on in your life 
Be diligent and just align yourself with his will. And then he'll give you the desires of your heart because your heart desires to be in his will. All right, so, okay, I'm done, I'm done. But anyway, so my next portion of this whole episode is um simple. Oh my gosh, this may be, this is my favorite episode, y'all. I'm hyped right now. Um, when you, so you have who you are, what do you want? Cool. Do not listen to people. Let me say this first before I go further. Do not listen to people if you are, if they say you're too picky. If they say, you know, um, oh my gosh, you're too focused. You need to take a break. All you do is work. All you do is, all you do is pray. Whatever the case may be, if you know where you're going, don't let, and it's so easy to let other people influence you. it's it's easy don't let people pull you off of your path if you are like me and you right now you're trying to get rid of your debt and people are like oh well all you do is work and you're too young you should let because i already talked to god i've already consulted my father this is the path that i'm on right now because because i'm a child of god i shouldn't be in debt to no one so we're gonna hop out of this okay um and this is where i'm going and your journey is your journey. Your journey isn't your cousin's journey. Isn't it your mama's journey? It's not your dad's journey. It's your journey. So it's going to be specific and personalized for you. I promise you that. Um, my parents said, not my parents, my dad. <laughs> my dad said something a while ago. And he was like, I just don't understand. If we don't do this, why would you do it? Because my life is not your life. And God has a plan for my life that may not look like you want it to look. Because God is the ultimate creator. He, he's he's the, the ultimate father. He, his plans are way bigger than what you think. Um, so your life is not going to look like everyone else's. So you have to stay focused. Don't let people tell you, um, cast a wider net or whatever. No, do what you're doing. Stay on your path. I support you. If you need some encouragement, just slide in my DMs. You already know what time it is. Okay? So you stay focused on where you want and, and how you're aligned and what will happen is <clears throat> your life and the people in your life will start changing one because you are focused and two because you're taking control of where you can take over but three it's because the people that you surround yourself with and the things that you do in life is a direct reflection of what you feel you're worthy of okay let me say that again the people you surround yourself with and the things that you do in life are a direct reflection of what you feel you are worthy of. So if you are with a partner, say you're dating someone and you know they're not good for you and you know they're toxic and you know that what you're telling me is that that's the best that you can do. You you want to stick with that. You're like, oh, right, it's not that simple. No, it really is that simple. I've been here. It really is that simple. The hard part is breaking your own heart. Because when you're in situations like that and you really fall in love and you have affection for a person, even if they are bad for you, it is really hard to to sever that tie. I understand that. I understand that that's hard. But it's possible. Okay? So there we go. So the people that you have surround that surround you, that you have around you, and what you do is a direct reflection of what you feel you're worthy of. And it's a direct reflection of your faith. 
Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. The people you surround yourself with and the things that you do are a direct reflection of your faith. So if you're with that man and he's toxic, you're with that woman and he's toxic, what you're telling me is God has no better for you. That's You're going to stick with that because that's what you want because that's what you're worthy of. That's what you're telling me. That's what you're telling me. When I started dating and, and you know, someone would ask me, oh, what are you looking for? And I, I pulled out my laundry list <laughs> or I pulled out my deal breakers, start naming stuff. And they're like, oh, you're too picky. You need to cast. The-. What you're telling me is, is my God can't do it. I, I'm sorry. I just I'm not that type of believer. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not like we're human. So we all have the limits. But. Every opportunity that I'm aware of that limit, I, I try to push it. I try to push it because I know my God is bigger and greater than what any of us can imagine. Okay? And that's period. <laughs> like, for real. So, you, the people who you surround yourself I really need you to make sure you remember this. The people that you surround yourself with and the things that you do are not only a reflection of what you feel you are worthy of, but it's a direct reflection of your faith. It really is. It's a direct reflection of your faith. And this right here is just a, a, a breakdown of how to kind of get a grip on life, starting with your mind, getting focused, your body, making sure you stay healthy and making sure that you, you get together your surroundings and the people that are around you, and your spirit, making sure you're in line with God. I mean, when you do all these things, everything should come together. Now, I'm not saying life is easy because it's not. It's not, y'all. Um, I, w- I told my mom, I said, you know, Christians, I'm not going to say Christians. I want to say churchy people because Christian Christianity, like Christians and churchy people are two different things to me. <laughs> but like churchy people, people who grew up in church have a tendency to make the phrase going through a negative thing. Ah, you know, I'm just going through, you know, I've just been going through, I've got going through. Let me tell you, that's the definition of endurance. When the Bible says he who endures to the end, that's the definition right there. As long as you are going through, you're not stuck in no mess. You're not, you're, you're still going through it because life is just a learning process and you're going to grow and there's going to be things that come and things that go. It's, it's the only thing, um, consistent is change. Things are going to continue to change. So you have to keep going through. You have to keep pressing your way, you know. But as long as you just stay focused and stay in line with the will of God, I can tell you from personal experience because when I veer off to the left a little bit, I can feel it. I can really feel it. It's the burden on my life. All that fear and anxiety when my father is the father of peace. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on. Let's get it together. So, yeah, so I'm just going to wrap it up. I just want you guys to take control where you have control because I don't want anyone to tell you that you don't have control. You do. You do. The purpose of us being human so that we can have a choice. So you do have a responsibility to take control over what you have control over. Um, Preserve yourself. Self-preservation. If you don't have the emotional capacity, the, the psychological capacity, the spiritual capacity for certain people... You may have to reevaluate who you have in your life. And some people might not make the cut, okay? My mom told me to make a list. I made a list. And some people just ain't make it, okay? Um, But just take control over your life. And it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. 
and this is like something to follow not even just in bad times but in good times too when you're good sometimes you have to reevaluate you have to come back and refocus like hold up i was going here but (laughs) word (laughs) but yeah y'all so i love y'all stay focused stay balanced take care of your mind your body your spirit keep god first and this is the wrap-up for um episode control so let me tell you something i always tell y'all to drink your water eat healthy and pray often but i'm really emphasizing mind your business okay because because you're doing a lot and y'all in other people's business and telling other people's business and it's not your business to tell so keep it to yourself (laughs) until next time